the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, all right. I'm just sitting here talking, about taking, uh, talking plants, and uh, forgive me, I was standing up drinking something, so I had to swallow. <laughs> Audrey, uh, uh, for, forgive us. We had uh, Tim Boyan, Spectrum News, front porch, yeah. front porch show. It's going to feature the weekend gardener oh. sometime in June, an episode. Okay, that's, I was so, curious what he was. Yeah, when we so, might see what he was doing. So if you have Spectrum, then uh, by golly, you'll be able to see this. And they filmed uh, they for for most of uh, well most of the eight o'clock hour and um, kind of interviewed Rufus and me separately mm-hmm. uh, between seven thirty and eight. So we had to come in extra early this morning <laughs> oh, i mean i i still great. slept I, yeah. I still didn't get up at 3 30 i got up at at 5 30 <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was nice i mean i i just i just love friday nights and i can get in bed early and sleep but you know i, I was reading the other day that seven hours they think seven hours is just right if you get seven hours mm-hmm. Get under that, it's not good. Get over that, it's it's not good either. And you know, I feel worse if I sleep sleep too long than I do if I don't get enough sleep. Much worse. Mm. And I don't I'm think. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's one reason I don't want to retire. I don't want to sleep too much. You get you get lazy. Yeah. Well, I'll, put, you know, I'll put you to work. I don't want to get lazy. Tires, yeah. No, I don't. You go I don't ahead wanna, and retire. I'll I put you to work. I don't want to go out there and, and work and get yelled at. Nobody yells at me. You won't get yelled at. You won't get yelled at. Nobody yells at me here. Won't and, get yelled uh, at. I mean, you know, coaches used to yell at me, but you, they're supposed to. You can go down there and hide in Greenhouse 4 and plant seed and just do things you want to do. You don't, I don't have know, to. I don't know how to do any of that. And if it involves broadcasting, I can I can advise you on that. He can learn Caney Andrea. That's what we used to call broadcasting. Yeah, that's right. That's well, right. Broadcasting can, seed. There I you can go. Broadcast seed too. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you can volunteer. You can become a master gardener. Yeah. So how is that coming in the Mitchell County area? Ah, oh, splendid. We are about to. Uh, uh, we're finishing up. We're having our last class slash celebration party on Tuesday night. Wait a minute, y'all haven't even been organized and you're already having a celebration party? Well, you know, you got to keep the volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> so are y'all, uh, y'all we drinking part- or are you just eating cake? More parties. <laughs> you drinking or are you... No, actually, no, our, our agent, uh, Shane Biddick, is a um, 
real master. Y'all already have an agent. I don't have an agent. <laughs> Rufus, Rufus says uh, advisors and, and all of that. I never had an agent. Yeah. Well, this is the horticulture agent. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, or the ag agent, as they're called here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, more agriculture than horticulture. Like the people anyway. that started this show. Yeah. John Harris. Guy and, John Harris. And, and Irv Evans. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all, y'all have how many people so are you going to have? How many people? Are you uh, have? We are we are finishing with uh, there's fourteen, including myself. That's great. 14. That's a great start. Now they now they'll enter their internship period where uh-huh. they have to do a bunch of service hours before the end of the calendar year. Did anybody and, flunk the uh, exam? Excuse me. Did anybody flunk the exam? Uh. Well, <laughs> no, not exactly, but some people have dropped out, uh, which is always, there's always some attrition. Yeah, I mean, it can be, I'm sure it can be overwhelming. You think it's a cakewalk, and there's a lot right. There's a lot involved. You actually have to learn how to do things because when you... You have to apply yourself. You do, and because you'll have to later advise other people, maybe make talks, maybe write articles, work in the garden, know how to broadcast seed and uh, plant things so yeah you got you have to actually learn this is not for somebody who just wants to take this back to the home garden and piddle you really have to work right we lost andrea she just couldn't <laughs> she take quit. it <laughs> <laughs> so work. Ha- Rufus, <laughs> didn't y'all get uh, enough phone lines strung up into the mountains to Handle all these well, calls. I, I thought we'd finish that off during FDR's day. <laughs> she must have. Maybe she's gone out to work in the garden. She got excited. Yeah. She'll be back. Yeah. She'll call us back. 919-860-9783. Joan is with us. Joan, good morning. You're on WPTF. Uh, Joe. Oh, okay, Joe. I'm sorry. It said Joan, <laughs> but uh, no, no, that's no reflection on you. No, no problem. You guys are great. <laughs> How can we help you, Joe? All right. Um, my daughter plant, they got a new house, and they planted a, this is the red maple uh, last year. Uh, it's about, uh, say, 12, 15 foot tall. And this year, as it came out, the top, maybe three foot, is dead. Ooh. So uh, what do we need to do? First of all, saw that part off. Yeah, just cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get it away from there, but I... We sent out a new shoot. Uh, Depends on whether that thing is diseased enough down through there. I, I've I've had that happen one time on evergreens, but never, never a maple. You got me stumped on that. Sounds I, serious. I would just cut the dead part out and leave it. I think it'll be fine. Okay, great. That's what I need to know. Well, just uh, please please let us please let us no. know if it if anything. Go, I mean, if it starts really going south or if it starts coming back. Okay, we'll do it. All right. Joe, I appreciate that, buddy. Have a nice Thanks. day. You too. Good luck. Hey, Joe, get out yep. there and relax a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll try. Right. Very good. Uh, and we hope that uh, I need to text Andrea and uh, make sure that uh, they weren't there wasn't a landslide or something and in Mitchell County, because they had they had rain and storms yesterday too, and 
You know, they they do have landslides mm-hmm. cover the roads and all of that stuff. I think the mountains stop a lot of our rain too, and and we're continuing to live in the Swift Creek bubble. We we got very little rain last night, or didn't get any yesterday afternoon. And I know Lane texted me, said it was hailing at his house, and he's not but about five miles from the house. So, well, was, I've uh, often wondered about it's that. Really weird. It, it can pour the rain and carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown Raleigh and never touch where I live. Well, we can turn on Campbell Road, and it can be the road can have water running across it, and we can turn on Campbell Road, and there's not a bit of rain. So it, it's really weird. I mean, people out there call it the Swift Creek bubble. So, I, <laughs> and I mean, I know, you know, we get plenty of rain at times, but yesterday was really weird. We could. Well, let's uh, let's go out to the State Farmers Market yeah. and see how weird it was out there. Oh, yeah. uh, Billy, uh, did y'all uh, have a lot of rain? We did. Bl- blowing wind and wind blowing rain. Mm. Luckily, I was sitting in Goldsboro when that happened, but it was blowing there too. I saw some some tremendous lightning. We were in yeah. Pittsburgh yesterday, and we were going to go eat at S and T's, and we had to sit there in the car for a while and watch it rain torrential rain that came through about three o'clock and hail there was some hail small hail and so we had had to wait a little while but uh, we're glad to have the rain i'm sure the farmers are glad to have the rain it's they've been able i think for the most part to get out into the to the fields yeah and, they've, uh... and plant because i know it's planting time for a lot of folks soybeans and corn and all of that yeah, I was looking at cornfield this morning. They planned it a couple of days ago, and it already jumped. Yeah, after that rain last night. That's great. So maybe, boy, farmers deserve a good year. They've had such tough years. Uh, I tell you what, they have dealt with a lot. In the, yeah, in yeah, hurricanes and uh, drought, and you know, a lot of still drought down in eastern North Carolina. So they're dealing with that. But I know farmers, at least this time of year, can deal with drought as long as they can get in the fields and plant but if you know if it's raining too much in the spring they have trouble getting out getting their implements out to to plant they can most of them can irrigate some so um, so i think it's working out so far we'll see about the summer so what's uh, under the farmer's shed this morning all kinds of goodies uh, there's a lot of strawberries uh, under there we have a lot of um Asparagus and cauliflower and broccoli's coming off. Um, carrots, a lot of greens, cucumbers. Uh, I've seen a few um, peppers here and there, yeah, hot peppers and bell peppers, jalapenos, uh, radishes, a lot of onions and uh, squash. I saw some squash down there this morning. Uh, is that uh, <coughs> crook neck or straight neck? Uh, that was straight neck squash. All right. Just a little test. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> I do know what squash is. I won't completely born. <laughs> my my wife likes crook neck better than straight neck. They're all squash to me, but I mean. Yeah. It just depends on us. And how do you like it cooked? Do you like I, it? I like squash anyway. I don't care. You like it deep fat fried? Deep fried. Yeah. Now, I always like anything with grease in it. I mean, that makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, you you put a little bit of bacon grease in and Good stuff. Uh, some 
some squash and a little little bit of onion. Cornmeal. And you, I, I never like had cornmeal with it. Yeah. What what is that? I mean, is that, that keep it all together? A, a, a good coating. Yeah, okay. Just dip that thing in cornmeal and then fry it. Oh, okay. I got you. But my Melissa and my mother would use a cast iron pan and, and do what I just uh, described. And yeah. Kind of brown it a little bit as you're stirring. Mm, boy, I'll tell you, mm-hmm. if it's good squash, that's going to be perfect. You, I mean, you mm-hmm. can meal after meal after meal during the summertime, butter beans, peas, corn, squash, all of that. That's a good meal there. I'd like, I'd like me some butter beans right now. <clears throat> that, that would do my stomach good. And just just a little just a little bit of uh, fat back from Nahanta. Nahanta has really good fat back, by the mm-hmm. way. And it, uh, I'm, you know, we're, my mother was a gourmet when it came to fat back. She had to sit there, go over to Dorches or or go to Joiners in in Nashville, and she kind of had to look it over a little bit <laughs> to see which. She had to really look at the packages to make sure that it was going to be prime. I don't know what it, what it was about it, but yeah, Nahana didn't have any streakaline one day when I went in there, and they brought it for me the next day. The next see, that's day. A, that's a different that's, that's a real. different flavor. That's it. That's really a different flavor. Yep. But we we uh, in my family use. I don't think my mother ever used any streakaline for anything. Well, I, I fry that just to eat it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You fry that instead of hog jowl? I just fry it. Yeah, that's what we do. Fry uh-huh. it, put it in the oven, and let it Okay. Fry. It's good. Well, we're real uptown. We have a pork roast <laughs> at New Year's. Well, all right now. <laughs> Whoa. We dispensed with a with a hog jowl a long time ago when we came up to the city. So, Billy, Nahana's doing well, right? They are. They have a egg on an abundance of uh, pork. Uh, a lot of people don't know where to locate it, but they are... Located directly behind, or kind of behind corner of North Carolina Seafood Restaurant, uh, right behind the uh, craft shed building. Well, that uh, are there plans to uh, change that area some where the craft shed area is? There is. We've had to do some uh, temporary upgrades to the craft shed. We're not quite finished with those yet. Right. So we moved um, some of our craft shed vendors are down in. Uh, the farmers two area where the plants are at, and we still have uh, the stone guy and uh, Grandma G's soap is still up in the craft building, as well as Jernigan's has his tropical plants out this week. Oh, good, so. good, yeah. That uh, that always adds a lot. the The, the banana trees are are starting to grow, and so they're happy. They're considered tropical, but they. They winter over very well here, at least some varieties. What's the variety that? Bajum. Bajum. Okay. I'm glad I didn't have to answer that one. Well, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds French, uh, New Orleans French. Uh, so uh, you, you got you got all of that. You got all of those. Uh, did we? Did you leave out any vegetables? I think you, you went through what, most of what you had yeah, down we, in the farm. I, I did see um, sugar snaps. I know that's a lot of people's favorite. Mm. Yeah, a lot of good, people good uh, grow those here uh in in the home garden and uh, it'd be a mother's day uh the cut flower vendors i think they uh they got double cutting down there this morning <laughs> right. some of the prettiest iris and Ooh. sunflowers and peonies and poppies and uh foxgloves and 
roses, carnations, of course. But they are really, really pretty. I was down looking at peonies, and my wife was with me down there. And I think I'll probably be broke before I leave here today because she's going to want me to buy her flowers and take her out on a date and all that for Mother's Day. Sounds like a great thing. Well, if I had somebody else. Where does she like to eat? (laughs) You say if you don't, somebody else might. (laughs) That's right. Be be careful, Billy. So so where where does she like to eat? Where does she want to go for Mother's Day, or she said? I I really try not to ask her. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hoping she'll forget and will not be hungry. Well, I mean, you know, when I asked her, we have to go out to these here great places. I mean, I I thought Arby's was high class. (laughs) Well, you know, there's some country stores around with some good biscuits. Yeah, I tell you what, now, probably before I get away from here, and ain't no problem to it, I will be. If you want to see me, I won't be able to talk to you because I'll be up at the uh, seafood, I mean, the uh, farmer's market restaurant. Seafood Mm -hmm. earlier in the week. But uh, we'll probably be up there, and I'll probably have one of those great big cat head biscuits stuck in my mouth, covered in molasses. Okay. All right. You prefer that rather than uh, now. I like I like the uh, the link sausage biscuit. That's what I always get. But I eat a couple of biscuits on the side too. You gotta <laughs> gotta chase a biscuit with a biscuit, right? Because they're so good. They are good. <clears throat> well, that's uh, you got that. You got the seafood restaurant where you can eat inside, or you can can you still order online and take out? You can. Hey, that's a service there. And they give you all you want to eat. And, of course, in the market shops, lots of things. Uh, You can smell bread baking and coffee percolating through there. And And, and the onions off the roof of stock. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know about everybody. I'm not one of these people who fuss about the smell of onions. I think they smell pretty good. Now, Rufus, do you feel like a hot dog or do you feel like uh, streaky lean or fat back? Well, I and butter I, beans. I'd prefer, uh, like Phil had some hot dogs the other day at her place, and she made me one, and I thought I was in heaven. <laughs> it was just so low; it was all beef. And that was a that was a place that had Mediterranean food and hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, but but I made. I'm not. I'm not bragging, but I made the coleslaw, so it was homemade coleslaw. And then I saw all, the coleslaw. And Leela made the chili, so it was homemade coleslaw and homemade chili. And was that, it hot? Hot chili? No. No. Okay. No. It wasn't spicy at all. And so, um, you know, it, it made for a really good hot dog. If you, it's, it's what you put on top of it that makes the hot dog most of the time. I mean, I know it's the hot dog, too, but it's what you put on it, the ingredients. Rufus, did you have one hot dog? One was all I could handle. All right. Yeah, I guess after all those toppings, that'll pretty well fill you up. Did it look like a piece of artwork? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was it artful? Well, it was about as artful as as the uh, uh, Farmer's Market Deli. Yeah, they they are fancy. Fancy there, the way they make up their their Rufus dog. But their, their hot dog was about twice as large. The one at Campbell Road? As the one that Phil made. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's so much to eat, so much to do. Uh, what else yeah. is in the market okay. shops? In the market shops, we have some great ideas uh, for Mother's Day. You know, we have old-fashioned sodas, old-fashioned candy. We have signs to hang in the house. We have uh, 
dish towels and wash rags where it has cool little sayings that Mama would just love. And uh, as well as we have uh, North Carolina-raised uh, beef and lamb and might even be some rabbit up there. Woo! Rabbit! You know, Mr. Reeves used to used to bring in a rabbit or squirrel back in the day. He never did it uh, once I was courting up there, but uh, Melissa said that he, he did that when they were growing up. Uh, you, I think that's something you have to develop a taste for. Uh, you know, my granny could cook squirrel and rabbit either one, and it tastes pretty much like fried chicken. Now, when, <laughs> when Adrian, my daughter, was at Carolina and went to study in Paris one year, she lived with a family in Paris and uh, just on the outskirts and her first meal was rabbit mm. it was rabbit stew but it had the head of the rabbit in in the pot no in the, no yes they didn't uh, i don't know about the about the paws <laughs> now, i've, I've seen, a, I've seen a, a hog cooked that way with the head with the head still on but so, a rat, uh, but a rabbit? No, you know, I, you know, she uh, the the way she described it, it was, uh, but that's that's just France. <laughs> it was very artful. <laughs> yeah, it sure, it sure was. So uh, that's something that's something they might uh, start thinking about out there, Billy. Some some rabbit stew with the uh, the head and all in. Okay. There you go. I don't know about uh, the and the ears peeking out the top. <laughs> <laughs> so, they probably go over to Market Imports to get one of those great big. That's where I, I you know, I think I, if I saw a rabbit head in the stew, I'd, I'd run over to Market Imports and bust down the door and go out the other side of the building and and keep running. At least run by one till I got to the golf course or something. Yeah, wash your eyes out a little bit. Yeah, go knock on the chancellor's door over there and say, please, you know, what they're doing over there. All right, Billy. Will you take well, it easy hang now? On one minute before you cut me off. Well, I ain't gonna cut got, you off. I got uh, a couple more things. Okay. Um, and that is Thursday, May twelfth. We have Strawberry Day. All right. Good. And they'll have strawberry cobbler, and uh, Susie's strawberry will be out here dancing right. around and shaking hands and all that. And they'll be giving away free recipes and get a lot of information on how strawberries are raised and. The nutritional values of them, uh-huh. um, and let's see, and that's from eleven to one. So, so if you got a little time on your lunch break, this would be a great place to be. But that's not the most important thing happening next yeah, week on the fourteenth, right. next Saturday. We're gonna uh, the show's gonna be there, and I promise. <laughs> you promise, Phil? I'm not gonna involve you in this one. Yeah, I ain't got the Facebook radio either no more. To yeah. Tell but we'll be we'll be there with the weekend gardener, and we're out of time for this hour. All right, well, Billy, you take it easy, man. You take you take that woman out to eat. Yeah, we're going to head up there and get us a biscuit. All right, okay. bud. Come see us. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Uh, more of the weekend gardener straight ahead. Uh, we'll talk with Mary. We'll see if we can get Andrea back. She keeps her 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 uh, line keeps the internet keeps going out up there. So we'll we'll check that out. We'll be back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're uh, back on WPTF. 
Jefe, buenos Jefe. días. Buenos días, patrón. Mucho trabajo, poquito dinero. Ay, sí, señor. Mucho trabajo. Work for money. Feliz, yes, right. Feliz 5 de mayo. Cinco de mayo. Cinco de mayo. Nobody knows what it's for, though. Nobody knows the history of it. It's independence. That's right. Well, I, I don't. Uh, no, it's, not, it's not really Independence well, Day. That was a. Uh, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, get on the mic, Alfredo. Cinco de Mayo is the battle between Mexico and um, French. Yeah. Uh, Mexico owns money to Europe, and then the the interest it was too high. Yeah. So Mexico in those days decided not to pay. Ah. So France says, you know what? You're not gonna pay me. I'm gonna take over your country. So they came, and the name of the state is Puebla. Uh-huh. That's what they call the Battle of Puebla, La Batalla de Puebla. Sí. And that's, that's how that's how that so, so that day. But um, Mexico win, and we are now independence uh, okay. country. So right. we, we got the independence from Spain because uh-huh. Spain took over Mexico. Yeah. And then we had that. It's like like uh, 4th of July in the United States. We uh-huh. got the 6th, September 15 to uh, September 16. Right. That's the Independence Day for, okay. for Mexico. Yeah. All right. But uh, this uh, is just uh, heck raising day. Yeah. Uh, the Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo is just a battle between uh, Mexico. And we don't the say we yeah. don't say hell on uh, WPT. Yeah. So. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's that's a little little yeah. bit of uh, uh, history of Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those days we had we had Benito Juarez. There was the president of Mexico. His name is Benito Juarez. They respect everybody. Is uh, the 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 of the of the, the country. So you have to respect each other free. to have a nice and free life. Hey, can you say uh, I love the weekend gardener? I love the weekend gardener. I love okra. I love, no, no, I no, love... no, no, in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in Spanish. Sí. You say uh, me me gusta mucho el fin de semana de la hortaliza. That garden means hortaliza in, in Spanish. Sí. So me gusta mucho el fin de semana de hortaliza. Feliz. Yeah. Feliz. Feliz fin de semana. Happy weekend. Happy yeah. weekend to you, my uh, friend. Do you know who made the best best chicken pastry in North Carolina? Um, my wife. Your wife? Okay. <laughs> 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 who else? I don't know. I just asking because I my love wife. chicken pastry. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I gosh. It's, uh, oh, it, it yeah. just. Maybe chicken pastry. Chick- chicken we don't pastry. have it. Yeah. We don't have it no, very often. It's got to be a cold night. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I yeah. can wait until December. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing worse than there's no yeah. wor- nothing worse than leftover cold uh, chicken pastry yeah. sitting in the refrigerator. Yeah. Nice talking to you guys. Great. How about great and beautiful weekend? You too, my uh, friend. Thank Alfredo. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. All right, uh, Alfredo from our sister station, Lalay. Uh, see, <laughs> we're just crawling with radio stations uh, here in this building, friends. Uh, Mary is in Raleigh. Mary, good morning, on WPTF. Thanks so much for waiting. Delighted to thank y'all for your show. Yes, ma'am. I have an herb garden that has gotten white flies. How can I get rid of them? Well, white white flies. You know, I we haven't. Uh, that's the first call we've had about white flies today. What do you do for white flies? Do you even worry about them, Phil? No, I usually just let everything else, let all the uh, beneficials take care of them. Um, I've got an infestation on some uh, butterfly weed, Asclepias. I went back to take it out to the um, to the perennial bed, 
and there's three different kinds of aphids on there. But guess what I found on the leaves? I found ladybugs. So they had already found their dinner and uh you know but white flies um certain kinds of white flies are really tough to get rid of uh one of the things that i would suggest you doing and and if you check it it, if you got some really hard rain yesterday there might not be as many uh white flies are usually easy to get rid of just by spraying them really hard with um with uh water and then also probably just using some of the um safer soap or uh, something like that that you could put on there to get rid of them. What's that stuff that smothers them to death? Yeah, just um, I would just try with some uh, neem oil or something like that. Okay, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Good luck with that. I think neem oil is pretty safe. Yeah, it, yeah, is. it is. Yes. What yeah. oil? Neem neem oil neem. is what she's recommending, and those horticultural oils are right. do smothering. They right. smother the insects, so we're not talking about uh, a lot of of um, toxic not, chemicals. Yeah, there's nothing that's going to hurt bees or yeah. the beneficial wasp or right. anything as long like as you, that. As long as you don't spray the bee right. on it. So. That's wonderful. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank ma'am. you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Paul is in Glendale. Now, Paul, where is Glendale? Or is that uh, – did Jason get that right? No, I'm in Wendell. Wendell. Okay, I was <laughs> – for me, I said, "Well, what are you calling from Glendale, California, for?" I, uh, we are we. <laughs> I I could have called from Wendell or from Glendale in about twenty six years ago. <laughs> yeah, but we, and you can right next to it. But now on our our streaming is just in North Carolina right now because of uh, an agreement we have apparently with with UNC because of the uh, games. That we have, I don't, I don't know uh, what all goes into that. Uh, so we're not streaming outside of the state right now. But you can, uh, for those uh, folks who want to listen to us in Glendale, California, they can uh, pick us up on TuneIn Radio app oh, on cool. their phones. And I don't know how else. Um, I don't know how you get it on the internet uh, otherwise. But anyway, but, um, I have a question for uh, Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased some uh, growing soil from. Uh, Campbell Road last week, mm-hmm. and I was wondering if when somebody buys a dozen bags of that stuff, do you give them a baker's dozen? Do I, g- <laughs> I could possibly consider doing that. Oh, she that. would. <laughs> yeah. And she'd well, give them more than a baker's I could, dozen. I could consider doing that. Yeah. Well, you actually did, because when I got home, I paid for 12, but I pulled 13 of them out of my truck. Well, I'm glad you did. That's great. And I just didn't want to beat you out of them. No, no, so. no. That's that's not a problem at all. Okay, good. Well, it was, it's really nice stuff. I, I got all my tomatoes and peppers and stuff in. And, well, thank you. Uh, hopefully, we're, you know, it's a beautiful morning, and uh, hopefully we'll have a great summer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's those tomatoes are, are one of the hardest vegetables to grow. Yeah, I know. Or fruit, if you prefer. Yeah, if this, yeah I'm, I had a pretty good year last year, and I'm hoping to do it again this year. So how did you grow them? Did you grow them in containers? I did, and I got some really nice, big, thick plastic containers um, that I just had to drill some holes in. And um, they're really big. They took about a bag of that soil piece, and um, everything's looking pretty good. So, Oh, that's great. All righty. Well, got to make sure that, that everything for other folks. You got to make sure that uh, the containers are well sterilized. 
Well, I cleaned them as best I could. Yeah, yeah they'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you. Hey, thank you, Paul. Uh, thank you for calling us from beautiful Wendell, mm-hmm. uh, growing evermore. You bet. Oh God, it is. You're not kidding. Yeah, <laughs> sure is. All right. Bye bye. All right, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Is your lawn looking a little ragged from winter critter damage? Have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up on gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by moles and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. End the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Available in liquid and granular, I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I must garden mole and vole repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Don't you know that many products and you know lots of them kill moles and voles. You see them in hardware stores and so forth. They can be undesirable and that they can kill other animals. But not I must garden mole and vole repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, pets, or birds. Imos Garden repellents are sold all over the Triangle area and beyond. So look for Imos Garden Mole and Vole repellent in the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware stores. Look for the big orange display at Town & Country Hardware Store in the Triangle and both Durham locations of Triangle Pharmacy and Ace Hardware, also at Campbell Road Nursery, at Logan's, and the Garden Hut. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other IMOS Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from IMOS Garden. So the every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. The black cow process helps to repurpose manure so it is environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and it helps to retain moisture too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with Black Cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and Black Cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up, 919-860-9783. It's 948. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783. We lost Andrea. Uh, apparently, uh, something with uh, the Internet up there in and, and Mitchell County, where she lives now. But we hope to hope to get her back before the show goes off. Uh, 919-860-9783. We were off the air. We were talking about Harry Louder walking sticks. I have uh, I have a fairly large one that I planted 
the uh, the week that that um, my late friend Gary Dornberg died. And I, the reason I planted it, and uh, you know, Southerners, I guess there a lot of a lot of people, not just Southerners, will plant things uh, from their mother's garden or just plant memorials to their friends and so forth. That's what I did. Now Gary was uh, the color commentator on the uh, Wolfpack Network and also started Sportsline here on WPTF many years back in the 70s. But Gary didn't care anything about gardening. But I, So I, I planted a Harry Louder walking stick because Gary was one of the funniest people I ever knew. And Harry Louder was a British comedian, a Scottish comedian, who entertained troops during World War II. And he would uh, come out with his Scottish garb and a, uh, a contorted filbert which is a, uh, I mean, it's it's the Harry Ladder walking stick is what it's called now. And it's a really, it's a uh, contorted tree, filbert tree. Doesn't get real big. Mine is uh, seven or eight feet tall now. But it's it's taken since 98, 1998, just when Gary died, that, that it's taken that long to get it to. Rufus, you have one. They're yep. really interesting, especially, I think they look best in the winter time, when there are no leaves, absolutely. And and you're around Halloween. If the leaves are off, then then you can put you can decorate it with spooky things because it, it really looks spooky. Yeah, it looks like something in in uh, the witch's yard. All right, uh, so let's talk to Karen in Wake Forest. Karen, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Hey, how can we help you? It's about a sweet Betsy bush. Yeah. When- Primdose, and what is the real name for that? <laughs> Sweet Betsy Bush, I should know that. Uh, I should too, but I don't. I, we that's always all my call father it, ever called it was the Sweet, Sweet Betsy Bush. Sweet shrub so or Sweet Betsy that's Bush. That's all I yeah. know. But yeah. the thing is, so tall, I'd like to trim it, but I want to make sure I'm trimming it at the right time. Uh. I would have to think after it. After I it would blooms. say after it blooms because yeah. it blooms in the spring. Uh, I would I would do that. Rufus, I'm sure you have a, a sweet Betsy. Yeah. All I ever called it was a sweet Betsy. I, I'm like you. I only knew it as a sweet Betsy, and you can get those that have the scent and those that don't. And mine, mine has never scented. Well, I don't know if I can can pronounce trillium. Canutum, Canadum, C U N E A T U M. Okay, I'll just stick with sweet Betsy. Yeah, that's I'm. Mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. most logical, I think. Yeah. Okay, so it's already bloomed, so now I can trim it. Yeah. Does yours have a fragrance? Do your blooms yeah. have a fragrance? Some of them do. Some of them don't. It's got little dark pink blooms on it. Oh well, that's a different thing than I'm thinking of. The, I think the one you the, you've got's got the little kind of uh, uh, dark chocolatey looking blooms, for lack of a better color. I don't know. She said pink. They're pink, dark pink. Yeah. Dark, oh, okay. okay yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So they're a calacanthus. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. All right. I think that's what, because I'm looking at the pictures, and the only one that I've ever seen that really had a good fragrance was one in Boyce Creek in my great aunt's yard, 
and my dad had one in his yard that he had gotten from that one, and that's the only two that I've ever seen that had a, a fragrance to them. Are they two different Sweet Betsy's? Because mm. here's, here's yeah, I'm looking at an and uh, this is Cala Calacanthus flor, mm-hmm. for, uh, floridus, right? Well, where did the trillium come from? Know. They look like the same plants. I don't know. I don't know. But at any rate, uh, yeah, some of those smell good. Some of them smell like the uh, fruit is a little sour, like sour fruit or something. Some of them are grown for larger blooms, and they don't have any fragrance. They don't pay attention to. Well, this one smells good, thank God. Well, yeah, oh, you're good. very lucky. And, you sure and, are. You know, it, it, that's one of the plants, uh, like a mock orange, for instance, that you should buy when you when it's blooming to make sure yeah. that it has fragrance because that's that's uh-huh. the mainly why you why you know they're not real showy so you want the fragrance karen thank you very much give our best to everybody in wake forest uh go eat a hot dog at shorty's today uh-huh. okay we'll be back thank you.